Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar, where a dude and a dude talk about their journey together through the Age of Sigmar. Our legions of adoring fans will hear from a grizzled veteran with decades of gaming experience, but few wins, and a fresh recruit who thinks about the game day and night. So buckle up, Sigmarites, and join us as we explore the realms, news, local events, and whatever else tickles our fancy. Hey, dude. Can we chat? Yeah, okay, let's chat. Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon. And I'm Roma. And it's been a while since we've had the opportunity to just podcast together. We've been so fortunate with all of the other people who have come and joined us on our podcast from the traditional territories of the Clay Tenay. Yes, and I'd just like to thank all of our guests that um, we've had the opportunity to interview. Um, I think this is becoming a pattern. Uh, I will start off my podcast with apologies for people I have offended or misrepresented in the previous iterations. Yes, Conan, we have done hobby hangout before, and uh, whether it be at your place or at mine, where you showed me how to airbrush or just hanging out at your place, we have done it, and it's also good. Uh, <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry, you weren't my first. Con- Conan has s- sown those fields long before you did, I'm afraid. Okay, um, we have been, um, there's this meme that is going to be the uh, picture for uh, this episode that Rome and I have been bouncing back and forth, and it, I think that's going to kind of form the basis of our chat today, yeah? Yes, absolutely. And just to be clear, you posted it first before I started posting it. Yes, yeah, I, I acknowledge that. Okay, so what's what's the meme about? Why don't you talk about it? You posted it the first time. I actually can't remember how it goes. Okay. Then so you to look it up? Yes, I am. Um, so I have it word for word. Okay. This has all come up lately. Um, we're discussing sort of the nature of um, sort of casual versus competitive, trying hard versus not trying hard, and just being good versus not. And so what does the meme say? The meme says, could I be bad at Warhammer? And then the second image says, no, it's my list that's wrong. So that's and I laughed and laughed and laughed at that because I thought that is so true for you. Um, okay, so let's talk about um, A, whether or not I'm bad, and B, whether or not it's my list. All right. So I just wanted to talk to you first um, or ask you a couple of questions. So you've had a list that you've played, and you've changed your list a few times, correct? Which one? Your Nurgle. Um, this is about Nurgle. We're going to talk about your first list that you said you've played for 20 years. Well, not 20 years, but well, whatever. Um, so, no, I've played two iterations of that list primarily. One that had the uh, flies, uh, and that was mostly second edition and a little bit of first. And then really, uh, I've been playing, um, and I played that fly list at 2020 LVO, and I really... Um, and since then, I've really just been playing the the new list that I took Delvio this year, which was Beasts and Great Unclean One. Right. Okay. Sounds good. So I'm curious, how did you... So you first built your first list with your flies, and then you changed your list. So what made you change your list? I didn't want to pack flies again for Elvio. And that was the only reason? Yep. Okay. So now that you decided you didn't want to pack flies, how did you replace your flies with... A new list. The only other models I had, which were beasts. Oh, okay. And you didn't 
You just added them in. I didn't spend another penny on that list. Okay. I, the I had the, the turned out the Rottmeyer. I didn't buy them because I bought the that Warcry set for the train. But it turned out the um, the Rottmeyer were a good, uh, and B happened to come in that Warcry box, so I put them in because it seemed okay. like a no brainer. So I just want to. I hope I don't offend you, but I do want to just point out a couple of things. Here we go. That as much as you say that I never bought any new models. I didn't have any money to spend. I didn't want to change my list. This is all I had. Poor me is how it comes across. But I do want to point out that I recall buying you many gifts, but you're also into 40K. You're also into Battletech. So you've chosen to purchase other items, other, p other models, oh, other yeah. armies, other anything than ramping up your Nurgle list. So I just want to make that, is that a correct assumption to make? Yes. Okay. So now that we're getting the poor me boo-hoo out of the way, you, you, chose, <laughs> you chose this list. It wasn't given to you. It wasn't like, oh, that's all I had. Because you, you had choices. You didn't make those choices. You chose to keep this list. What, what made you just, I guess, put that list together? Did those models come in a box that you just built and said this is what I have? Um, pretty much. Uh, the Great Unclean one and the 20 Plague Bearers I've had since I started Maggotkin. You know what? I'm not even going to defend this. Like, Well, you don't have to defend it, but in a lot of podcasts, it's come across as boo-hoo, poor me, boo-hoo, I didn't purchase anything. But I just wanted to point out that it was a choice that you made to keep that list because you did purchase other things um, in the meantime. But uh, it was a much different environment where we weren't in the no-holds-barred, uh, you know, our the we've got boxes and shipments of stuff coming in pretty much weekly at this point. That's not where we were. Oh, oh, I'm not comparing this to my interest in the game in the last four months and my purchases. This is just strictly what has Damon been doing with Nurgle for the past however but many years. But that's not how we played. Playing. Like that's we that's not how I play. I I have never even when I did have I I have played primarily starter box stuff for most of my career. My Space Marines are primarily starter box stuff. Uh, all the Primaris that I have is generally speaking what comes in starter boxes. Right. With, you know, a little bit here and there. Okay. Um all my lists are very much that my uh, Ogre Maw Tribes, very much starter boxes. In fact, yep, two starter boxes. That's what my Ogre Tribes are. Okay. So then I guess you would just say whatever you have, you just make your list. So you've never really looked at your list to strategize it. You just put your list together and you just play it. Yes. Okay. So has anything changed? And I, you know, from your perspective, from when you started teaching me how to play and knowing that I played differently than you, did anything change for you? Yeah. For the way you think about... Now I'm prepared to spend the bucks and buy the stuff that's going to win. Okay. So now that you've identified that, if you were to change your Nurgle list, because you know Nurgle very well, you're even tattooed with Nurgle, um, what would you, how would you build that list if there was, you know what, you can go and purchase and add whatever models you want. How would you have strengthened that list from what you've played at LVO? I would have got rid of the Great Unclean one, probably thro thrown in one of the Lords. Um, 
the three, the coven of casters, I think would have been solid. Um, yeah, I think primarily would have been eh, probably would have two hundred bucks, two hundred fifty bucks worth of tune-up. Okay, so because your beast and Nurgle were actually pretty good. And the other thing was, let's not forget, I was painting another army at the time, and trying to paint two armies simultaneously was a little bit more than I could put on my plate. Mm. Like if I'd had to repaint my my entire Nurgle. I see what you're saying. Yes, and because you couldn't change your whole list for LV. Yes, that is correct. Because you were getting me ready for LVO. So yes. thank you very much. That's greatly appreciated. The only the set oh, the only the second painted army I've ever done in my life was wow. yours. Thanks to Slap Chop. Uh, yeah, thanks. Slap Chop changed my life. Yeah. Hashtag. All right. So now um, that you've you've kind of changed your perspective on how to make a list because now you're adding whatever you, you want to and you're actually building your list. So what do you do now? Now you have a new army. Do you want to talk a bit about that? Um, yep. So now I'm playing Slaves to Darkness um, as my core, and then I'm building up kind of a pan-chaos, um, really just kind of collecting and whatever uh, support units. So I'm I'm collecting some Zinch. I'm collecting some corn. I'm collecting some beasts of chaos. Just other chaos related. So really, I can ally other stuff in. That's going to win games. Excellent. So you and I had a practice session, which I wouldn't even really call because we had just played the first general's handbook uh, oh, with practice. the new rules, and it was practice. And what did you? We forgot things, like we didn't remember everything that yeah. we were going to do. How did you, how would you describe that game? Um, I, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Super looking forward to playing more Slaves to Darkness. I'm a little sad we haven't got to play more often. Um, you know, I think that's a, a solid list. I, it had all the good stuff. It had Varengard. It had Chosen. Um, it had all the, the good stuff in it. I think... Really, the reason that game went so sideways is because of all the failed turn two charges that just completely didn't materialize for me. Yeah. I guess it just comes down to doesn't matter how good your army is and everything you have in place, if you don't get those charges off. Yeah, I don't think that was an issue with the list at all. I think I had good stuff there and it just it didn't work out for me. Right. Okay. Because And, and the fact that, you know, and she got so mad. Well, Okay. <laughs> We won't even go there because after the game, you didn't speak for 24 hours. And and that was... Oh, when she found out that the, the Varengard could fight twice, she was not happy. Yeah. Well, it still went sideways for you, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, and, shit. <laughs> and, oh, man. And it was a little fluky. I mean, you know, on turn five, when you rolled a six and thought you were going to get the double turn, and then I rolled a six, and it was like... Um, <laughs> That was a bit of a No, surprise. you ain't. That's what that was. Oh, you think you all that? Boom. Take and I didn't even use Krondus in that list. So, oh, but the smug look on her face when she rolled that six and looked over at me like, hm. No, I didn't. Oh, you did. You totally gave me the like. I, I felt bad for you inside. I, I don't know what I looked like when you looked at me, but she inside, didn't look I like felt she bad. felt bad. Yeah. Anyways, back to, yeah, my metal dice might have you know, landed on the table instead of in my um, dice rolling tray. But, dude, you didn't speak for 24 hours again. How are you going to uh, get over that? What does this have to do with the... We're talking about list okay. building. All right. Okay. So anyways, back to list building. So you have a list. 
you have the an list agenda? That you played? Do you have an agenda for this no, podcast? No, okay. No. So, anyways, you have a list now that we played the practice game. Yeah. But since then, you've changed your list again. So, yeah. can you talk a bit about that and why you changed it? Uh, because I've been doing research and found out there are some great ally pieces. Um, I'm, I've got some. I've run and passed some other people. I've got some feedback. Um, Gareth, I believe, and Coach on um, AOS Coach uh, Discord. Uh, um, and I think, and, and Josh, uh, and Connor, and the other guys. Uh, and I've got some feedback, and I think I'm on the right track. Um, I think in, because this one I'm shifting to a more magic heavy. And while I really want to charge, and in fact, I think it was maybe Gareth that said, like, why am I even going with Kabbalists on this? Because I only get two extra spells, which is a fair point, but I get two extra spells. So now that's, um, I've got a total of seven spells in that list, plus the Saigor who's going to shut down the enemy magic in addition to all the dispels. Um, plus cogs. Like, I I think I have a fairly competitive list going here. Uh, time will tell. I'm going to try this with Kabbalist or Knights of the Empty Throne, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, a, <clears throat> I'm not convinced that I'm, I'm, I'm in a place where I can predict the difference, but I really do want to rock the... Um, uh, I want to rock the Kabbalists. Uh, I've got a, um, a vanity piece in there, the Magister, who is an ally who doesn't benefit from the extra spell, but I really want to cast Bolt to change. Um, and the Cogs is going to help me with that. And I, re- I just really want to turn stuff into spawn in addition to everything else. Excellent. So when I saw that you were um, optimizing your list... I posted another meme. I posted uh, that you drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> and and that post again that, am I bad at Warhammer? No, it's my list. Uh, <clears throat> which is, okay, so now this is where I want to talk. And I've been listening to some thoughts about this lately. A lot of discussion and reading some posts. <clears throat> and I think I am bad at Warhammer. Straight up, I, I think that I have uh, for years, and I go b- way back, and so I have for years um, not, st- not studied, not practiced, not read the rules, um, just a sort of glanced through and taken the approach that was that of Jervis Johnson and Andy Chambers, probably Jervis Johnson the most, that said people who take heroes, take all the good stuff, good stuff, I'm air quoting here, are beardy and sweaty tryhards, if that language existed in the 90s. Uh, and I drank that. I... I said, and I used that as an excuse to justify my shitty list building skills, my, you know, mediocre play, because, you know, I wouldn't know half the rules. People like Conan was constantly coaching me through rules. I just didn't know. So I show up in games, know half the rules with shitty lists, and then get really frustrated when I would lose all the time. And so this this came to me. I'm like, and it was funny, Coach mentioned, um, what do you call those? And not the enhancements. What are those things you get when your army's cheaper than the other guy? Um, the little bonus. Anyways, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, triumph. Uh, and like that's a powerful little tool for. Mind you, I always try to build a two thousand on the nose. But if if I happen to be less, remembering triumphs. Like I want to get better at the game. I want to remember stuff. Um. And I think I was getting a bit better with all the practice we did, but I think I was still a, a mid-tier at best player with a shitty list. So now I'm going to get rid of the shitty list, 
then I'm going to up my skills and I want to be a good player with a good list. Excellent. Because I was just going to make another point in there before you, you know, made that um, realization and and just shared that. So that's great. I'm very happy to hear that. That when I wanted to build my list and I said, oh, Karazai and Krondis would be a really great, you know, having the brothers in a list. <laughs> and you made some pretty rude comments about what kind of players would would have those two. Yeah, because that was Jervis Johnson. Yes. That was, yeah. that was Jervis. That, that all was, ties in. And that was, that was me using, um, like, transference, whatever, of that approach that, nope, you should play suboptimal lists without the best stuff. And I remember Conan's t- talked about this with me a hundred, dozens, probably actually hundreds of times. It's not the game anymore. The game is not about playing mid-level stuff with no synergy. That's not what the game is. And if I'm going to try and play Age of Sigmar and ignore synergies and ignore, you know, powerful combinations, I'm not playing Age of Sigmar. And I should probably go back and play, I don't know, something else. Because it's really interesting, though, because when you and when you were helping me, because you have helped me build my list and I talk them through. And we, I mean, you know, when I say, hey, dude, let's chat. That's what we're chatting about is my list building. And you've helped me optimize some of those synergies and um, combinations. So, yeah, but A, I'm getting a bit better. Mm-hmm. And B, we have there's been no no budget. We, <laughs> when we look at that, we've been able to say and I. You know, we're talking from a you know a place of like let's face it, some privilege. We have the money to spend on this, where money hasn't been an obstacle to build you the list. You want that model, it goes on the next purchase, and that's been what we've been doing. And it's it is a very different game when you can say, oh, I didn't like this list. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna drop another two hundred bucks and get a bunch of new stuff to play a different game. That has never been a way an option for me. Yes, that is correct, because I haven't had to experience that. So I'm very fortunate. Uh, and that does change the game. Like when when you're in a place where you can, like, I don't know, we, I mean, we're proxying stuff now, but like we don't even proxy anymore. We just pick up new stuff. Like, oh, didn't like that. We'll get some more retributors. And I mean, we're proxying. Like, but we're not is, spamming. But. Yeah. But sometimes it feels like, like a bit of a challenge. It's like, do I really want to just bring all these fulminators in and make it a little bit... I mean, it's not as exciting, whereas if I just did one unit of Fulminators and I could do other units, that would make it a little more challenging. And Because sometimes you want that piece in the game as well. Yeah, I don't th- ever see myself going to a place where I'm just going to, I don't know, play nine nine Varengard. Mm-hmm. I don't want to paint it. I don't want to play it. I have Varengard, and I recognize that because of, you know, the way um, stacking bonuses works and all that stuff, it's more... Um, resource efficient to play six versus three but I want to play other stuff mm-hmm. so the other piece I wanted to talk about just for clarification as well and just to have a bit of a discussion on is so there's a list that people build go to LVO or tournaments and then there's the let's have fun list what I'm finding now is let's let's have fun list quotations people have optimized and as much as we've been you know chattering back and forth about how much I time I spend optimizing and prepping and everything. When I he- listen to that chat, people are optimizing their list every single day. Yeah, because that's the game. And that's what I've come to realize in the past couple of weeks of thinking about this is that 
I mean, you can ask, hey, let's play two dumb lists with zero synergy. But if you expect that without a prior conversation, that your opponent is going to show up with, I don't know, like a garage sale list of stuff that they've picked up in the secondhand bin and the uh, frontline gaming LVO stuff and just cobbled something together, you're on crack because that's not how the game's played anymore. The game is all about, it really is, that's not optional. I, it's, it's becoming apparent to me, and, and it's not a judgment thing, that Age of Sigmar is about building, very is about optimizing synergy and bringing that to the game and maximizing it. It's not necessarily about playing, and there are some low um, positive game experience lists. And I think that it is fair to say, and I was just on a discussion um, thread before we came on today, that it is fair to say to your opponent, if you know they like the Teclas Sentinel list, that you know what, um, I don't, I, I, I don't have a list that really competes against that terribly well. I don't have the models or resources because not everybody can just buy new models all the time. I don't think I can crack that uh, particular nut. And if it would be possible, if you could uh, play a different list, I will bring my best game. Uh, I don't expect you to turn your brain off and, you know, forget to use ether quartz or all that. Like, you know, use all the rules, play all the game. But I would prefer it if you didn't bring the, sen the Sentinel decklist combo that's that's totally fair but to ask your opponent to just play a shitty game is totally unrealistic and and then you're not playing sigmar so go play something else wow this is really this is great i really <laughs> i love this <laughs> because you've completely changed yeah, your attitude yeah. towards the game and this is amazing. I love it. And I think that in time, this will lead to no more. I'm not speaking for 24 hours because. No, I think that's hardwired. That's going to take a little more practice. That's going to take a little more practice. Okay. Well. <laughs> I can buy a new list. I can't, can't fix that with a <laughs> But if you GW have a better order. game experience. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, you know, maybe that's a consequence of, of 20 years of hobby just being shitty and getting frustrated. That's entirely possible. Like yeah, 20 years. I mean, when did I start playing? 89? What do we end up? 30 years yep. is a long time to, you know, deal with the trauma of getting my ass handed to me for these reasons. Fuck, fuck Jervis. <laughs> you're, you're my, I'm blaming all this on you now, Jervis. You piece of shit. You're fucking beardy gamers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so now everybody Some therapy. Knows. I'm working through this. Yeah. So the going kind of joke is, I, I don't even know if it's a joke, but if you and I play and no one hears anything from you for 24 hours, they're assuming that you lost. Well, it's not going to happen anymore because I'm just going to start winning. Oh, my gosh. I'm actually a little bit nervous about your new list. Oh, yeah. They're going to hear from me. They're going to hear from me the second the last <laughs> dice is down. <laughs> I'm going to learn whatever that football move is at the, the Iggy Shuffle or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. I'm going to learn how to do that. <laughs> I'm going to record it, and it's going in the chat. Okay. Iggy Shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. All people right. are going to see it. Well, that's that's exciting. Uh huh. Yeah. So I have my list prepped too for against your list. So I'm adding Crondis back. My Crondis coming back. I didn't think you took him out. I did. That last list you played against was Bastion and. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I I knew that. Aventus, I think. Yeah. 
Okay, well, there's some smack talk for you. Yes. All right, so now that we've talked about list building, we are going to have one of our friends coming um, for as a guest speaker to talk about list building. He is, I think of him as one of the great list builders because he optimizes and strategizes. And so he'll be coming. We'll have a podcast probably in the middle of the week. Oh, I don't know. It's been a hell of a hard time trying to schedule with Mike, but yeah, yes. soon. So, yeah, so... That will be our next podcast. But now I just want to talk a bit about Path to Glory, which is exciting that we're going to be playing on Saturday. Yes, this coming week, we're having our first Path to Glory kickoff. Um, we're going to hopefully have a maximum of six tables, so possibly 12 people playing at our place next Saturday. Yep. And so what I want to do is with a couple of podcasts leading up to Path to Glory, I just want to play um, a few a few of the friends who are going to be playing have sent us their narratives. So I would like to play one towards the end of this podcast. Yep, we'll put it in. And then we'll, on our next one, we'll play another one. So just the build up to the game. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah, start hyping that a bit because we've yes. been so busy. It's been f feel detached from it all. Yep. All right. Anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, like tons of things, but the whole point of doing this is we don't have to do it all at once. Exactly. All right. Well... So I'm going to do my Dudes of Sigmar in and out, and then we're going to play a narrative. Yep. All right. Was that the Dudes of Sigmar? Yes, okay, I'll say it again. <laughs> Dudes of Sigmar in and out. Okay. Captain Thrungi Anvilhuer was the last-born rune son of a large lodge. Being a craftier fire slayer than most, he was always thinking of plans to make his name known. I, Grim Norn Sternsmith, his most loyal friend and a skilled tinkerer, were patrolling the lands regularly. So, when we found a Cadorn frigate down and being repaired by a skeleton crew, we took our opportunity to acquire the asset. With Thrungi's honor guard, we now sail the skies of Akshi, taking as much Ur gold as possible. We will prove ourselves, and our fleet will grow. Remember the name. The Akshi Buccaneers. <laughs> 